Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Your official station to talk Jets. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. Going till five a.m. The warm up show with Al and CeeLo. CeeLo's in for Jerry. Who's in for Gio? Who's out sick? Marco was out sick. I don't know what's going on over here. Uh, anyway, we started the show talking about while you were sleeping, talking about Steve Cohen, or should I say, King Cohen? Get off his back about the three to five year thing. You take that literally. Come on. There's nothing he could do to by a World Series, he can't control the results. But what he can do is put a team out there that can be put in a position to make the playoffs, to go try and win a World Series, and that's what he's done. What's more important, the result of what happens in that five-year window? It's like the media can't help them. Oh, it's year three, still no championship. Well, what's more important, the result or what he's done since he's taken over? I'm going with option B. What he's done since he's taken over has been way more important than whatever happens in the first five years of his ownership. I get why he put out that that goal, and I know he joked and said, oh, if I could take thing, one thing back, it would be that, because the media, like everything else, they keep harping on that one thing instead of just stepping back and realizing, hey, you know what, that three- to five-year thing really meant nothing because this guy's trying to win every year. He's putting together a team with the highest payroll in baseball. All these thoughts, of course, coming off of Cohen meeting the media on Monday. I was off, obviously, yesterday morning, so I'm getting to it now. While you were sleeping, while I was away. We also talked about the Yankees and Aaron Boone. You just heard the cuts that Emmanuel played right there. I mean, Boone, uh, out to lunch. You're crazy if you don't think Josh Donaldson's got to bounce back in there. Oh, yeah, why is that exactly? Um, uh, he, uh, his bat speed is, is, is bat speed and he's got talent. I mean, the guy's got talent. So I look at it and I see, okay, well, there has been a pattern here for Josh Donaldson at age 35 started to decline. Then Brian Cashman comes up with the brilliant idea to go trade for Josh Donaldson. By the way, the Josh Donaldson trade might even be worse than the Frankie Montas trade. 
Maybe the only reason why Cashman traded for Montas is because he knew that trade would be worse than the Donaldson trade, and we could focus on that one. Hey, what can get the attention away from the awful Donaldson trade? I know. Let's go trade for an injured pitcher in Oakland. Anyway, they trade for him after he has a down year at age 35. He, guess what, has another down year, starts to further slide down that cliff at age 36. What do you think is going to happen at age 37? Hmm. Let's see. Josh Donaldson struggled at age 36, or started to decline at age 36, uh, or, or at age 35, then really struggled at age 36. What's going to happen at age 37? Hmm. You know what? I think a big bounce back year is coming. <laughs> Come on. And, of course, the main focal point of the show this morning has been Daniel Jones and the contract. Jones firing his agency and looking to... Uh, you know, according to some reports, get uh, what Dak Prescott got. We're talking about $45 bucks a year. <sighs> He's not worth that. So I don't think the Giants are going to pay him that. Maybe we're seeing a, a franchise tag situation. And that would hurt the Giants as far as just trying to build the team this year. It would also hurt their chances of retaining Saquon Barkley. So a lot of interesting things happening with the Giants surrounding Daniel Jones because really all the pieces got to fall in place after that move. You know they're going to keep him, just a matter of how they're going to keep him and what type of decision they and then he, I guess, have to make about his future. Also, of course, talking about the Jets quarterback situation and meeting went great with Derek Carr. What could possibly go wrong? The Jets hierarchy trying to pick a quarterback. Hmm. Have we been down this road before? I don't know. I forget. They've had so much success in recent years. But the Jets trying to, you know, figure out who's going to be caught. You know it's going to be somebody. Aaron Rodgers, Carr, Garoppolo. It'll be one of those big names that are out there. Just a matter of which one they choose. And for me, uh, it's Rodgers or Bust. That includes Carr. It includes anybody else. It's got to be Rodgers. Anything else won't put them in the conversation. 877-337-6666. Tim calling from Orange County. What's up, Tim? Yeah, I would like to know. Welcome back. Thank you. I would like to know uh, <clears throat> about Aki. Is there a possibility the local teams to beat Boston? Yes or no? Oh, about what now? The hockey teams? Yeah, the hockey, the, the local hockey team. I know you're a Ranger, mm -hmm. big Ranger fan. Yeah, right? Ranger's going to take him out. I'm not even worried about the Bruins. Ranger's going to take him out. The yeah. Rangers going to take the Boston? Oh, yeah. Yo, no. Oh, no, no. Yeah, no no problem. What do you mean? You're worried about the you, – you think the Rangers can't beat Boston? Did you think the Rangers in, in a playoff, a seven-game series, can the Rangers beat Boston? Assuming Boston is there? Yeah. I mean, I, I do think the Rangers can beat Boston. That's if they get there, Boston. Wow. Yeah. I mean, look, look, at, look, look, at, look at, uh, the, the numbers. Is Boston uh, is Boston even going to be able to beat Tampa Bay or Toronto? Sure. Oh, okay. Look, look, look one second. So, can can? Because I, I feel pretty look, confident about the Rangers side of the bracket in the Metro Division. Look, look, look at the Boston record in the season. Yeah, no, I see it. So what? What does that mean? No, they're not the numbers. I look at it. I don't care about the numbers. So what? Things change in the playoffs. 
Oh, wow. Here's, yeah, here's the key. Here's the key, Tim. As long as Igor – now, without Igor playing atop uh, his game, th- then they can't. But as long as Igor returns to form, and I think he will, then I think the Rangers can beat anybody. Wow. Yeah. Why? I don't know why you're surprised look, by look, that. Look, the, last, the, last, the last two games, uh, take, me, take me off. I don't know. Uh, that that six six four six two and uh, I'm assuming I'm assuming you're a Bruins fan, Tim. No. Oh, you're not a Bruins Wait. fan. No. Oh, who, who are you a fan of? <laughs> I'm. Uh, I I came from from uh uh from uh, I came uh, De- a devil fan. I'm a oh, devil fan. Oh, okay. Well, but, why but, do but, I... but 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 I'm I'm. I'm 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 a local uh, sports fan. Yeah, no, that's fine. I, Guess I, I what? Love, Guess what? The Devils I, I, are going it, down it, too. It, First round, Devils are toast. That's it. Yeah, yeah. The Rangers gonna beat them. Look, no, no, no. Look, I know. Look, look. I, I'm a local fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, in uh, I got that. In, in, I, I, yeah, but uh, I, 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 no, I, I have a conversation. Friends, it looks to me like like Boston gonna take over. Everything. Yeah, man. Right now they're the best team by far, and thank you for the call, Tim. Yeah, right now it, it looks to everybody like Boston's the best team in the league. That's right now. Things change in the postseason. And look, Boston's not gonna be easy. I'm half kidding with you, and half you know hopeful thinking or wishing, whatever you want to say there. But I do really think the Rangers could go on a cup run. They got to get Shesterkin back playing at the top of his game consistently. And I believe that they will. I think he'll be fine. Go through a little adversity, he'll come out of it. I saw him the other night in Edmonton in that shootout. You know, he got better, obviously, after the first period where everybody wanted him pulled. He got better in the second period, third period, and he was locked in in that shootout. That was Igor. You can see it. Locked in. You know, and then obviously against Winnipeg on Monday, he was not very good. But... I think he'll be fine come the playoffs. I'm not even worried about the Devils in a seven-game series. The Bruins are going to be the team to beat. Now, they got their own issues. Having to go through the gauntlet of the Leafs and Lightning. And this happens, I mean, we've seen it before, where teams that have the best record win the President's Trophy, they get ousted. So, right now, yeah, Boston's looking good. But things happen. Things change in the postseason. Mike is calling from Manhattan. What's up, Mike? Hey, Sal. What's happening, brother? How are you, Mike? I'm okay, man. Listen, two things. Before I get to the Aaron Rodgers, I'm going to tell you a quick story. I got a guy last week. He's going from Manhattan back to Staten Island. He drives through the Brooklyn Battery Tunnel. There's sentences that read the license plates. By the time he gets to the end of the Brooklyn Bridge going out onto the BQE, there's two state troopers waiting for him. They pull him over. He's got a suspended registration, which he didn't know. The reason why? Outstanding camera tickets. With the interest, he told me, $1,800. They took the car on the spot. Wow. Now, how well, did I was he, right. But how didn't he know about these? By the way, but I returned to know, vacation. I saw one of those mail. things in the mail. I asked him this. I go, listen. I go, you don't know about this? He goes, he gets it in the mail, and he went down to find it. It's all about the, he had the interest. He got a pile on, pile on, pile on. What do you mean the interest? Was he not paying them on time? Right, right. He puts it off. He puts it off. Oh, man. You got to pay those things immediately. Within within 
five, six minute drive through the battery tunnel. They'll wait for him at the end going towards the, the troopers will wait for him at the end. Oh, Good. man, I couldn't believe what I heard. Good for them. It's terrible, but he's got to pay him. You know, I don't oh, get listen, it. I, I see got, these guys throwing pe- they, people they throwing <laughs> parking tickets on the ground and people not paying. Uh, look, call me scared. Call me what you want. I get a ticket in the mail. I'm paying that freaking thing immediately. You're 100% right. 100% right. Immediately. I just paid one the other day. Eddie, I told you. It's the booty. He's driving a $100,000 car now. Oh. Yep. $100,000 car? He's not paying a $50 ticket? What's wrong with him? crazy, man. It's now the cost of the way. He didn't get it out yet. Why? Can he afford to get out? What's, a, you know, what's his I deal? I don't understand I, it. I, I don't know. I don't, think, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't answer that question. I spoke to him twice, I spoke to him twice since it happened. And the second time he's still if get you're the car driving around a hundred thousand dollar car and I you're agree. not paying a fifty dollar camera ticket, you've got issues. I agree. Pay man. the you damn ticket, to, will you? He's telling me it's the principal. It's this. It's a racket. Blah blah blah. Yeah. He goes, "Oh, listen to me." And how'd that again. work out for him? I'm sorry. How'd that work out for him? Well, I, I don't know. I already spoke to him twice and said, "No, but obviously poorly is what I'm saying. Oh, it's oh, the principal. He doesn't I, I, want to pay I'm, it. I'm gonna call. I'll text him today. See what happens. Yeah. But it's unbelievable, man. You have no they're waiting for him. He had no idea. Wait for him right out the out the tunnel the game, right out of the tunnel. rolled him right out of the tunnel, buddy. That's great. I like them apples. Good for them. Me, I like those apples. I've never driven through these tunnels because they got they read your license plates. They got the cameras to read your license plate. Yeah. How fast they get the they get they, they they read your cab, they read your license plate, and it goes right to the authorities. Yeah, It's all over the place. All right, what do you got? What else you got for me today, oh, Mike? Listen, if um Ted's get Aaron Rodgers they were in the Super Bowl that year or the next year after, guaranteed. Whoa, that's a pretty time, bold baby. guarantee, Mike. Uh, oh, listen to me. They got a young spot, 100%. 100%. I, I personally feel 100%. That's the guy who they need. No no, Derek Carr. You know, maybe maybe um, the dude from, um, from, from um, Lamar Jackson, maybe. Wow. But Aaron Rodgers, 100%. Lamar's buddy. a different story, and I don't think he's going to be available. And thank you for the call, Mike. Who knows uh, what's going to happen there with Lamar. Uh, and Baltimore, I know it sounds like uh, you know they're starting to put together some uh, pieces that might have him in the NFC South. You know, you look at some of these rumors that are out there. I'm not buying Lamar's leaving Baltimore. I know he tweeted out something. Oh, this is a popular thing now in, in today's media world. Oh, a cryptic tweet was posted from so and so. Lamar posted a cryptic tweet about his future with the Ravens. Now we're looking into memes and tweets and emojis and unfollows and follows. Oh, my God. I'm not buying that he's leaving Baltimore. But if he were available, then, yeah, I mean, you know, technically any team should be looking. If you need a quarterback, Lamar Jackson's out there. You're looking. But Rodgers is the guy. I don't know if I'm going to be as bold as Mike and predict Super Bowl in the first two years, but that's the goal. That's why you get Aaron Rodgers. He puts him in the Super Bowl conversation. Donnie is calling from Ron Conkoma. What's up, Donnie? Good morning, Sal. How are you? Great, Donnie. How uh, are you? I'm calling. I want to back up what Stewie said a few minutes ago. The host was this Saturday night from 12 to 5. He's the Beatles fan. McMonagle? No. Yes. So he probably me, said, Sal. but he probably uh, said that he probably said that Degrom was the best Mets pitcher he saw in his lifetime. No, absolutely not. What did he what say? Stewie said what Stewie said was right, but he didn't tell the whole truth. 
What McMonagle said was he's the best Mets pitcher and best, best pitcher of all time. So, of course, you had right after he said that, all the old timers like myself calling saying, are you crazy? I, what about Gibson? What about Marischal? What about all the old time? What about Colfax? And he says, listen, I'll backtrack a little bit. I'll say that if he's not the best pitcher of all time, nobody has ever been better than him. Than DeGrom? Yes, those were his yeah, exact... I, I got to hear this. I mean, I, look, I trust you guys Listen, to a certain extent. Sal, I'm telling you. Sal, no way. This was his exact... Sal, I got, the only reason I got out of bed to call you was because this was so ludicrous. Yeah. Well, I mean, I didn't say it. No, 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 I know yeah. that. But when you were questioning Stuart, like you're like questioning me, yeah. it's the truth. Well, I mean, I know, look, I take your word for it because now it's two of you guys. But, Donnie, nah, C-Mac is a good baseball fan. He knows oh, he's, better. Oh, he's, he's a great listen. Yeah. But for whatever reason, you know, you cannot say that. He said he he never seen anybody pitch as well in the history well, but, of baseball. But, he's the best pitcher well, ever. That, that's a tough comment if he did say that. And thank you for the call, Donnie. I appreciate you trying to right the wrong. It, there's a big difference of him saying so-and-so is the best pitcher I've ever seen or so-and-so is the best pitcher of all time. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Two reasons. One, because I like him and know him. Two, because I don't care enough to actually fact check this. I mean, I do trust you guys, Stuart and Aldani, saying what you, what you heard. I got to believe, though, that it was either – he misspoke or something else because there's no way anybody would ever think Jacob deGrom is the best pitcher of all time. Now he had two of the great years that the sport has ever seen. 2018, 2019, two of the, I mean, two of the more nearly perfect years. I mean, I don't know if there's any way to put it. The guy was as dominant a pitcher as the sport has ever seen for those two years. Does not mean he's the best pitcher He's not even obviously the best pitcher in franchise history. One of, sure. I, I don't know. Who cares? He's gone. DeGrom, not C-Mac. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. World Series over. Yankees win. The Yankees win. This happened. You talked about it on the fan. It's their 27th World Championship, the most of any team in any sport in the history of professional sports. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. is the number to call. Daniel Jones been a topic. The Yankees, Aaron Boone, and his belief in Josh Donaldson somehow. You know, I don't get the belief in Josh Donaldson. I also don't get how the Yankees, the New York Yankees, can come up with the bonehead idea. Hey, I've got it. We don't have a left fielder. Why don't we take the best right fielder in baseball and make him our left fielder? And then we could put John Carl Stanton in right field. I get Judge's willingness to want to move around for the team, you know, played a bunch of center or whatever. The idea that they're going to move Judge to left to accommodate John Carl Stanton, come on, guys. The old Yankees, they used to just go out there. You know what, what would happen if the Yankees had the best right fielder in the game in Aaron Judge? had a center fielder in Harrison Bader that they were going to consider their everyday center fielder, needed a left fielder. Do you know what the old Yankees would do? I know it's really hard to believe. They'd go get a left fielder. Isn't that unbelievable? They actually had a need, and they would go get one. I miss those Yankees. Now it's, this is like they're operating like the BC Mets before Cohen. Hey, we need a left fielder. Why don't we take our right fielder, put him in left, Take our DH, put him in right because he's more comfortable there and has more of a flow when he's playing the outfield. Like he's going to be able to stay healthy anyway. Come on. The Yankees are doing BC Met things. Anyway, that's been a topic. Steve Cohen of the Mets have been a topic. Jacob deGrom. Uh, there's a bunch of stuff. Eric is calling from Ron Conkama. Good morning, Eric. Hey, Sal. Good morning. Glad to hear you're not among the ailing. Uh, knock on wood. Yeah, not but, yet. Uh, I don't want any of that yeah. stuff. I may be staying home the next yeah. couple of days. <laughs> yeah, although there's, there's some great footage of Gio. Uh, uh, they, they showed a little clip of him getting sick there, which... Uh, oh, I don't know if I need but, to see that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, okay, okay, look, you know, as far as that hockey call a few minutes ago, all I can say is, you know, there, there's nothing like playoff hockey. I think we all know that. I can't wait to, until it starts. I mean, you know, whether, you know, the Islanders are fortunate to make it, Probably not at this point, but he's still. No, why do you say that? Why, why are the Allen's not going to make <clears throat> well, it? I only, I'm only saying that because they have about three or four more games played than than the other teams around them. Right now, they're in the mix. 
but it's, it's so right now, really right now they're the top wild card team, but they do have sixty yeah. games played, which is four right. more it's than it. Pittsburgh right. and Detroit, who are right there. And one I mean, unless they the can manage to play, yeah, I mean, unless they can play Pittsburgh for the rest of the season, <laughs> you know, then then uh, they'll they'll get in there. But uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, but and and look, you and Stuart talking about Jake the Snake, it just so happens. This coming Sunday's biography will be Jake the Snake Roberts, which I'll be very interested. Interesting. To, uh, I, I feel like it was. Is that the first episode of this new season, or is there one? No, the, no. The one they had, the one they had the other day was uh, 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 the NWO. The background on that. Okay. Uh, I mean, I'm not really into yeah. that. Maybe I check that yeah. out. But I feel like Jake the Snake. There's been a billion documentaries on him. Am I am I wrong on that? I know not uh, like literally I'm, a billion, but you know what I mean. You know what? I'm not. I'm not sure about that. I'll be honest with you. I know. I'm very interested in that one. I'm very interested in the Iron Sheik. Although one of my one of my colleagues said that there's also one of those on Amazon as well for the Iron Sheik. Yeah, I so saw that. I that. saw that's years. Oh. That's years ago. That's old. And, and remember, there's all these Jake the Snake DVDs and stuff. I, I'll probably check right. it out. I have the DVR yeah. set. I haven't watched them in a while. Um, I didn't. Ca- I don't catch all of them, but I'll do the one. I'll watch the ones that I'm interested. What is it? It's the A and E. Is that what it's on? A and E. Yeah. Eight yeah. o'clock on Sunday. A biography. Yeah. Right, but uh, yeah, I'll definitely because I, I I always loved him uh, when he was in there. But it'd be interesting. To well, he went through some major issues. I mean, he came, yeah. he had an abusive father. You know, yeah. he, he talk about uh, you know. I he, think there were some drug issues. He, well, Jake himself, yeah. But then remember his his family is his sister. Right, I think it was Rock and Robin, and yes. and the whole thing there was his father was having. You know, I believe his father was having sex with a, a, a I don't know about with her or a young a younger one, like young girls, thirteen year old girls, whatever. His father was right. what was his name Grimsley or something, uh, Grizz, Grizzly Adams or something. I, don't know, I forget the the exact name, but um, his his father his father was a a bad guy, and then yeah, Jake, you know, yeah, Sam Houston was his brother, right? Uh, yes, uh, I believe that is correct. Yeah. Anyway, so, that that story's kind yeah. of been out there. And then, right, this, the way that he went through his own issues, and then DDP had to bring him back up, Diamond Dallas Page, right, had him go through the yoga yep. thing and saved his life. Yep. Yeah, right. no need to watch. Right. We just yeah, gave you the whole biography right there. Right. <laughs> so, uh, well, you know what, then I'll get multiple perspectives. Uh, yes. You know. um, look, um, at this point, I am just so sick of the whole... Grizzly Smith, not Grizzly Adams. Grizzly Smith, sorry. Grizzly Smith, Smith. yeah. Grizzly Adams, great TV show. Right, there um, you go. He did have a beard. Um, that is correct. That is correct. That is correct. Uh, but, uh, you know, look, the, the whole Jets quarterback thing, I'm just so sick of it already. I just want to see who they get. I, I wish I could fast forward about two or three months and, find, and, and just get to the point where they've already picked somebody because I... You know, it's either going to be uh, some excellent excitement or a huge letdown for everybody but Aaron Rodgers. And I, I just want to know who it is going to be now already because I'm tired of the dark room stuff. I'm tired of the, you know, Derek Carr playing the market because he's a complete free agent and everything. You know, the, all these other names are, are that are thrown out there are potentially terrible. I mean, I just I want it over with already. I just want to know who their, their quarterback is going to Are they going to have to go back to – Zach Wilson and Mike White combination. I, I just want to know who the quarterback is for the Jets. Yeah, well, you know, then I mean, then Rodgers is the guy. I mean, look, Carr could be the guy as well in some people's mind. Like, you know who the quarterback is in that spot. But to me, it's got to be Rodgers or Bust, Eric. I mean, that's it. 
Once well, you... no, I know that, but I'm just tired of the drama already. You know what it is? Because I mean, it's well, like, you have to wait yeah, it out. It's not. It's not going away anytime soon. It's going to be. Yeah, I know. I know. It's just. It's annoying because you know it. It, it feels like every single one of these guys basically have the Jets by the you know what, and you know they they put themselves in that position, unfortunately, uh, to be you know where they are. And uh, I mean, it hasn't helped that uh, uh, you know Wilson has played the way he has. But, you know, it's just, uh, I mean, uh, I'm just tired of the, like I said, I just I just want to know at this point who it's going to be. Yeah. I know it's not gonna, they're not going to go by my schedule, certainly. Right. But that, that, that's where I am with, with you know, the, everything going, you know. I mean, look, with the Giants, at least you know, you know, Daniel Jones is going to be Daniel Jones. It's just a matter of, of what he gets paid. Well, we think, okay? yeah. We, we expect that oh, it's going to well, be Daniel Jones one way or another, whether it's franchise tag right. or long-term contract. Right, it's nice to know you have somebody there for the most part. But I mean, it, patience, it, patience. You've waited. Guys here. You've waited this long, Eric. Just wait a little bit longer. You'll figure it out. You'll find yeah, out soon I, I enough. It's just, yeah, it's just uh, I'm tired of the. You know, it's, it's like okay, well, you know, should I be elated? You know, or is it? You know, it's either elated or a letdown for everybody else. Yeah, you know, that, that's there. That, that's the way. That's the way uh, it they'll, is. They'll figure. I still feel like, and thank you for the call as always, Eric. I still feel like they're going to get Rodgers. But I mean, look, it's just a gut feel. What does that really mean? Nothing. I understand the angst. I don't even frustration is not the right word. So I understand the angst. You just want to know who's going to be the quarterback. It's such. It's the most important piece, especially for this particular team, with everything else seemingly in place for them. It's the most important piece. And it's exciting to think that it could be a future Hall of Famer. Rob is calling from Cape May, New Jersey. What's up, Rob? Hey, Sal. What's up? Good morning. Good morning, Rob. How are you? Good, thanks. Um, I just wanted to talk about. <clears throat> sorry, I wanted to talk about Judge playing left field, maybe in some big games. The preface by saying I do not want him to be the everyday left fielder. Mm-hmm. But my worry on for the Yankees is there's too many moving parts on the outfield, the infield, but maybe once the dust settles and it's uh, like a big playoff game or a big series towards the end of the year, I wouldn't hate seeing Judge in left, especially at the stadium because it's so hard to play left field and he's such a good outfielder. Um, Stan's a worry in left. Um, he's the perfect DH, but... Um, He's so much better in right field. I don't think he's horrible out there. And, of course, we'll have Bader every day uh, for center. Right, but, why? I mean, Judge is a right fielder. Why didn't he play left field last year then? Because um, he was playing center a lot. Right. And right, going back and forth. Right. So, so which is he? I, Are they going to move Judge around? Are you going to is he a right fielder? Is he a left fielder? Like I'm confused. So they, all of a sudden now they're going to switch Judge, who was a right fielder. Yes, last year he played a lot of center. Now they have a center fielder, so he should go back to right. Why are they going to move Judge in left field? Well, I know why not just get a freaking left fielder? Like what is so hard? I don't understand it. Right, I agree. But um, what I'm saying is with there's so many moving parts that he may end up there once in a while, and I don't think it would be a horrible thing to play in there uh, once in a while. Yeah, I just me, I just don't like, and thank you for the call, Rob. I just don't like moving guys around. If you have a right fielder who's great in right field like Judge is, leave him there. I didn't love it last year, although I knew why. 
you know, their best lineup was with Judge in center field last year, and they didn't have a real center fielder. Now they have Bader. I mean, I just, if you're going to make Judge a left fielder permanently, I guess, make the transition. But he's been a right fielder. Why mess with that? Roman is calling from Inglewood. What's up, Roman? Hey, Sal. How are you, my man? How so, are you, Roman? I, not too bad. I, I thought I needed to give you a call and have C-Max back on what he said about DeGrom. Okay. So he didn't say that DeGrom is the best pitcher in Mets history, nor best pitcher he saw. He said that DeGrom is the most talented based on his ability, but he never lived up to that ability. And hmm. that's Tom Seaver is actually the best pitcher in Mets history. Okay, I mean, that makes a little more sense. Again, maybe yeah, maybe we're talking it. semantics here. I don't know how you heard something different than Dom or Stewart. Maybe they heard uh, what they wanted to and, and flipped out. I, I don't know. Yeah, but. and C-Mac made it clear li- later on that that's what he meant, that in no way is the Grum the best pitcher, just the most talented based on his ability. Okay, maybe he tried to clear it up after he misspoke yeah. earlier on. All right, I thank you, so. Roman, for clearing that up. Appreciate checking in. That makes a little more sense. Maybe he misspoke what he was trying to say, tried to clear it up a little bit later. I told you, C-Mac's a legit baseball fan. He would not say something as foolish as that. 877-337. And not that I don't believe Stewart or Dom, but like I said, maybe just a miscommunication. 877-337-6666. We'll finish up with your calls on the other side. Going on 5 a.m. The warm-up show with Al and CeeLo Salicata on the fan. Go for it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. We got about 12 minutes before the warm-up show with Al and CeeLo, who's in for Jerry, who's in for Gio, 877-337-6666. Bunch of calls. Let's see if we can get them all in. John is calling from Poughkeepsie. What's up, John? Hey, good morning, Sal. How are you, buddy? Good, John. How are you? Good, not bad. So, I'm a huge New Jersey Nets fan. I go back to the days of Otis Birdsong, Mike Jaminski, Daryl Dawkins. I mean, I... Mm-hmm. I'm a huge Nets fan, so I've been losing all my life with this team. Um, you know, we get we get Sean Marks. I really believe this guy was going to be the guy. I really did. I, I like he came from San Antonio. I like the whole deal about how they built that team together. But I'm sorry. He's got to go. Um, you know, I did. You know, he brought these two guys in, Irving and Durant and Harden. Harden, we did not need. He, he got rid of the franchise for Harden. I think any Nets fan would tell you we did not want that trade. Anybody will tell you that. We did not want that trade. He made that trade. He gave Irving all these passes throughout the last three years. They wanted Kenny Atkins fired. Kenny Atkins, to me, was one of the better coaches in basketball. I love Kenny Atkins. And Atkinson, I think because, yeah. No, I think because, you know, Atkinson pushed these guys. He's you know, he pushed them in practice. He pushed them in the game like a coach is supposed to do. Well, they didn't like it. They told him to fire him. He gets fired, you know, and then they want, then they bring in Steve Nash, a guy who never coached the game in his life, gives him the range. But the problem the is the, the players, Durant and Kyrie, were, they had a big say in things and they were running things. No, absolutely. So when does, when does it come on Sean Marks now? When well, does it be like, okay, when is he? When is it his problem? Let me ask you something. Forget about the past. What just happened yep. with the disaster yep. with Durant, Kyrie, and Harden? Do you trust Marks to find the talent, draft, develop, acquire 
to I, do, get all the talent in here and then okay. rebuild it again the way that he did the first time? Because I love that first team that you mentioned with Atkinson and all LeVert. the young players. That, yeah, Allen, LeVert, Allen, exactly. Yep. Right. I, no, dude, you know what? I be, You know what? I, and, I, and this is what I firmly believe. Yes, I do. I, I, I really do believe he does have the talent and right. stuff like that. I don't know if I'm just still – you know, jilted at the altar of what happened with this whole thing. It's the, embarrassing. The was, you the, got the embarrassed. And killed me. That did. Well, it the, did. the, the Atkinson, that was the beginning of the end. And good call, John. We appreciate you checking in. Appreciate your passion for the Nets. The, the Atkinson thing, to me, was the beginning of the end. I hated that. All right, one thing, if you want to bring in Durant and Kyrie to your already built, you know, solid foundation that the Nets were building, clearly they needed a superstar. They got two. But once they started messing around and blowing out Atkinson, that's where I had a major problem. That's where things started to go off the rails. But I blame KD and Kyrie for that. Now, you could blame Marks and Hierarchy, the owner, whatever, for allowing it to get to that point. They sold their soul. They got burned. But I do trust Marks to build it back up again. Not going to be easy, but he did it once. I think he could do it again. Mitchell is calling from Fort Lee, New Jersey. Hi, Mitchell. Oh, hello, Sal. How you been, buddy? How's everything? Long time no speak on the air, Mitchell. Yeah, yeah I know. It's been about, about two weeks or three weeks. Sal. You know, Mitchell, uh... Mitchell was kind enough to pick my wife and I up and my daughter from the airport from Aruba a couple of uh, weeks ago when I returned. And, right. and we get almost all the way home. Right, right, and now Mitchell had the car seat set up and everything, as he told him, you got to have the car seat in there for my daughter, no mess around. He's like, Sal, I'm a professional, I got it, whatever. Car seat was facing forward, which is not something my daughter's accustomed to, but it was still safe, no issues. We literally get to my block, make the left-hand turn on my block, and my daughter throws up all over, all over that nice car seat that Mitchell had, And then here he is cleaning it up because, you know, I'm not doing that. I threw him a couple of paper towels, and here he goes cleaning up my daughter's puke. So, Mitchell, again, let me apologize for that. It was a great ride other than that. Oh, Sal, it's my pleasure, Sal. It was great great meeting you and your family. It was a great great time, great talk. Other than the uh, the incident, though, that was uh, a bit messy. Yeah, Sal also did say that she didn't have her uh, her iPad the right way, so that could have caused a problem. Also, she said correct. I, I okay. think it was I think it was a combo of the forward facing seat and my my wife holding the phone. You know, watching a phone like that, it can make you car sick. So anyway, be. it could have been anyway. So get two things first. Uh, let's get to the Yankees. I've I listened to it for the last four hours since I've been driving. Now I just got home and I'm going back out again. And the Yankees actually amazed me. Brian Cashman cannot get a left fielder. And now they tell me about Stanton. I listened to what you had to say. But here's the one part about Stanton, and I've always watched this for the last three years. When Stanton played the field, he always he produced better than he just when he was a DH. Right. It, it, it's okay, but. Why don't just throw him in left field, leave him in left field, leave Bader in center, and leave Judge in right, and call it a day, and that's it. Or go give them the prospects they want, call Pittsburgh, go get Reynolds, and that's the end of the story. And then you can figure out what you're going to do with LeMayu, and, uh, and you'll figure out how he'll play off and on first, he'll play second, he'll play third, and that'll be the end of it. But every, it's just amazing that the Yankees are going to, you know, the preseason, you know, without even a, th- and a left fielder yet. I mean, they signed some... You know, so they they signed the guy from the Cubs. He signed the guy from Calif- from the Angels. That was you know we had a few good years a few years ago. But it's just not the Yankees anymore. This is not the Yankees. And I'm a diehard Yankee fan. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's it's really frustrating in a way to see who's going to play left field. I guess it looks like Oswald Peraza. 
or Perez or whatever his last, how you pronounce his last name. That looks like yeah. he's going to be the, center, uh, the left fielder next year. I really do Co- this year. Co- Cabrera, right. Oswald Cabrera, yeah, Cabrera. or Oswaldo yeah. Cabrera, and then Oswald Peraza is the shortstop. Yeah. But I, right. I'm with you, Mitch. I think Brian Reynolds would have been the perfect fit, and thank you for the call. We appreciate you checking in. Good to hear from you. I think Reynolds would have been the perfect fit. Clearly, the price is too steep, and that's why the Yankees are going to try to pivot, at least for the moment. Maybe they still have a big move left in them. We will see. Right now, they don't have a left fielder. Cashman said it before the you know offseason started. He said it at the end of last year, and nothing has changed. It's Aaron Hicks. It's Cabrera. And apparently, it's going to be Aaron Judge. I'm with you. I know that left field is difficult to play at Yankee Stadium, but... I mean, you're gonna. St- Stan was brought here to be an outfielder, and they're probably just thinking, okay, well, if Judge could play left, let's get him used to left. Have Stan in right, and that should be their everyday outfield: Judge in left, Bader in center, and Stan in right. I personally wouldn't do it, but maybe that's what they're gonna do. Terry's in Pennsylvania. What's up, Terry? Hey, good morning, Sean. First time, long time. Uh, I catch about the last forty minutes of your show every morning. Uh, first, I want to preface by saying I- I'm a Bears fan, so I'm an innocent outside uh, bystander looking in, but. Uh, on the way home yesterday, I, I heard on the fan that the you know the Jets came out and officially said uh, basically they're putting all their eggs in one basket and they're they're waiting for Aaron Rodgers. Um, the person I think who's going to benefit the most from all this is Derek Carr, um, because while obviously nobody wants to be somebody's second choice, uh, if Rodgers ends up going to the Raiders, um, then we know the Jets have to be all in on Derek Carr, uh, and I think Derek Carr's demanding price can go up. Um, because what's the alternative if they don't get Derek Carr? Uh, Tannehill? Uh, they don't have any right, place Garoppolo, else. Tannehill. Right. So Carr's going to be sitting pretty after Rodgers goes wherever it is that he goes. Yes. Yeah, Lamar Jackson could be an option. And, and look, if I'm the Jets, I can't worry about who's second. But you're right, and thank you for the call, Terry. It does help Carr because once Rodgers, who is clearly the top guy, once he is off the board – whether it's retirement, whether it is to the Jets or another team, then Carr becomes the most desirable piece for most teams. Wouldn't be for me, but I don't have a team, so it doesn't matter. For the Jets, it sounds like Carr would be their second choice. Romeo calling from Nanuet. What's up, Romeo? Hey, Sal, I love the show. You you do a great job. Thanks. What's Um, up? The whole thing with Derek Carr... His numbers throughout his years there in um, Oakland and Vegas, the Jets can't even smell that. Like, the Jets quarterbacks can't put up those touchdowns, those passing yards. Yeah, they haven't won with the Raiders for whatever reason. But the Jets would be foolish to to wait for Aaron Rodgers. We've been, we've been down this road before with Brett Favre. Brett Favre didn't want to come to the Jets. He wanted to go to Minnesota. But Green Bay didn't want to trade him there. Mm-hmm. He came over there. Jets played well. He hurt his arm. And then after that, you know, forced his retirement and ended up where he wanted. But right now, we don't know what Rodgers wants. I agree. Well, who would you rather have? If if, if they're both available, both willing to come to the Jets, which quarterback would you want? It's going to sound crazy, but I'm going to go Derek Carr because he's younger and he'll be here longer. And I think the Jets are built to win, and Derek Carr's not that bad. You are correct. You are crazy. And thank you for the call, Romeo. Brett is calling from Long Island. Brett? Pay that man his money. <laughs> Let's go. You didn't 40, want to sign you're going to pay him $40 million, $45 million? You didn't want to sign his 50-year option? You're going to cry now. Give him $55 million. He had me and you at receiver last year. Let's go. You got guys like Deshaun Watson, Lamar Jackson, Zach Prescott, Kyler Murray. These guys are getting $50 million plus a year. They're not even on the field. 
Yeah. Right? Think about that. They don't produce. Well, that is Pay true. Money. Uh, that, but you love Daniel Jones, so you're a little the other way. And I get it. Look, some people are going to say the same and thing. Pay him. Matt Ryan. And, and my friend no, called no. me yesterday and said, oh, your boy Sal, man, they're all ripping him apart on TV. And and they're saying, like, that he's saying to bring Matt Ryan to the Jets. It's like a laughing stock. Like, no. uh, he's going to be a coach. Like, Sal, I would stop with that, honestly. Uh, first of all, I, I have stopped. First of all, I. Look, here's the thing. The more that idiots turn it down, I don't care whether it's Evan, whether it's you, the more that the idiots who are uneducated in that department say that I'm wrong, the more I know that I'm right on it. And don't tell me what to say or what not to say. I I know what I'm talking about when it comes to this. Instead of you guys trying to fight it off, you should be listening. I'm trying to educate you. I don't care. I'm trying to educate you. You want to pay Daniel Jones $55 million a year, and you're telling me that I'm wrong about Matt Ryan? Oh, my God. You guys got to let it go. I've moved on. Let's all move on. I'm never going to change my thoughts because somebody else doesn't agree. I know I'm right. I know you're, and I mean you're, when I'm talking to everybody who's disagreeing with me on Ryan, you're all wrong. All right, that does it for us. Shut up! Thanks for everybody who called and listened. We appreciate each and every one of you. See you again tonight at midnight, the warm-up show with Alan CeeLo. That's coming up next. Sports Radio 1019 FM. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 